What's up, what's up, guys? It's your brother from another mother. Coach Camp is one, yo. Hari ini saya nak berkongsi cerita tentang perjalanan saya dari mangsa budi yang tak pandai academically dan kemudiannya menjadi jurulatih bertauliah dari Australia dan membina kerjaya. So, before we start, tak kisahlah you all kat mana. Please support misi kami untuk membantu dan mengurangkan obesity di Malaysia by liking, following, at the same time, share dengan kawan-kawan. You all. Welcome to our first podcast episode. Podcast yang dipanggil KIP, Camp is One Podcast. Di channel kami, saya berkongsi tentang fakta sains tentang kesihatan dan pada masa sama, saya invite credible and successful individual in their respective field. Hari ini, saya ada satu special guest. Our special guest is someone yang dah bertungkus lumus membantu saya dan menyayangi saya sejak saya kecil lagi. Yang lain tak bukan? My mom. Puan Syam. Hi, mom. Apa khabar? Okay, I'm okay. Okay. How are you? you? Alhamdulillah, okay, ma. Thanks. Uh, firstly, thank you very much. Mami datang. Okay. So, uh, my mom akan berkongsi cerita dengan you guys tentang a bit of her background then the process of dia nak membesarkan anak dia ni yang susah nak dijaga masa kecil dan kemudiannya uh, menjadi seorang jurulatih bertauliah. So, hari ini saya akan berkongsi empat topik. Okay, empat topik dengan anda semua which I hope you all can understand, hadam and also ambil se- sedikit sebanyak sebagai uh, iktibar kepada you all semua. So, topik yang saya akan saya sentuh yang pertama is perkongsian about kehidupan of my late grandparents. How my grandparents raised up my, my mom and her siblings. Yang kedua, perkongsian about kehidupan saya and how I was raised up. Uh, so this is the interesting part, especially tentang pemakanan dan pembelajaran. And the third part pula, perjalanan saya dari budak yang lembab dari segi academically kepada jurulatih bertauliah dari Australia. And last but not least, apakah impak kerjaya saya kepada keluarga saya. So, let us, let us begin dengan Mami. Boleh tak Mami kongsi sikit uh, cerita Mami? Let's say Mami daripada zaman high school lah. Your education background and also your lifestyle in terms of pemakanan semua. Okay. okay. Uh, nama saya uh, Syamsul Kamar Binti Yaya. Uh, hari ini saya dah usia 63 tahun. Surprise, surprise. Sebenarnya uh, saya ada lima orang adik-beradik. Mami ada dua orang adik-beradik. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm the eldest. Saya sulung. Kemudian ada lagi empat orang adik-beradik. Uh, bapa saya, arwah bapa, uh, dia seorang pesyarah Universiti Melayu, uh, tapi dah meninggal dunia dah hampir 23 tahun dah sekarang. Mm. Yeah. Begitu juga dengan my mum, my late mum, dia juga meninggal dunia lebih kurang 20 tahun. tahun. Tapi yang sedihnya ialah adik-beradik saya semuanya, seperti saya katakan tadi, mami katakan tadi, lima orang, yang tinggal hari ini cuma mami dan lagi seorang adik. Mm. Lagi tiga orang, uh, adik-beradik dah pun meninggal dunia, yang paling akhir ialah pada minggu lepas. Ya, disebabkan oleh uh, kecil manis dan juga kaki jatuh. Yeah. And dia meninggal dunia dan keadaan ditidurkan. Dia, sebaik saja dia masuk hospital, ditidurkan hinggalah hari terakhir dia pun, dia meninggal dunia dan keadaan ditidurkan. Okey, uh, Mami tahu kenapa ini berlaku. Kenapa kami kami mempunyai sakit yang sama. Arah Datuk, Datuk Wan, sebenarnya penyakit Perbanyak uh, penyakit. Doktor kata dia punya uh, organ dah 
few hours later dia keluar okay kami dah tutup so orang semua syukurlah sebab semua operation dah selesai tapi since then he was never out of the uh, CCU ICU something like that ICU so sejak hari tu dia masuk ICU tak ada tak ada keluar-keluar dari ICU hingga ke pada satu hari dia beritahu kami dan anak-anak yang lain dia kata bapa tak pergi jauh Bapak nak pergi jauh katanya. Bapak nak pergi mana? Kami kata macam itulah. Bapak nak pergi, nak pergi jalan mana? Beritahu kami. Anak tanya. Bapak nak pergi mana? Bapak lah. Dia kata kami bawa bapak. Bapak nak pergi jauh. Kemudian, that's the end lah. After that, memang dia sakit. Setiasa, bila satu hari, kita decided that okay, uh, bila nampak dia uh, stable sikit, kita kata, Pak, kita bawa bapak keluar sekejap boleh? Dia duduk di kodoh kita dekat Penang tu. Okay, so dia pun Pergilah, kami pun pergilah ke kodoh kita kat Penang tu. And then, di Penang pun dia jadi juga. Di, di kodoh pun dia jadi semula, kita bawa balik ke hospital. Uh, since then, he was not okay. So, everybody, he was in hospital, I think, for about a month. Tiga minggu ke sebulan, kata saya. Kemudian, uh, semua orang masa tu, adik-beradik semua dah berkumpul. Sebab nampak dia terlalu teruk sangat. Kita semua pilih hotel yang dekat-dekat dengan hospital. So one night, satu pagi, lebih kurang dua pagi, doktor call saya, Syam, datang semula ke hospital, bapak awak dah tenat sangat. So everybody rush to hospital. Eh, rush to hospital, kami nampaklah arwah uh, Tuan Wan memang terlalu daif sangat, tenat sangat. So kita nampak bacaan dia. Tuk, 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 enam, lima, empat, tuk, tuk. So sebelum tu pun, tuk, tuk ada dalam itu, mata dia dah tak nampak, tuk, uh, arwah tuk, uh, tuk buta. Uh, aroma saya buta disebabkan diabetes jadi mak kata Syab baca dulu uh, uh, ajar bapa bucah uh, saya sebelum tu ajar bucah nampaklah dia menangis tunggut just just not share dengan you guys eh I was there I was there bila my top one masa tu I remember after Uh, operation tu orang muntah 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 yeah. lepas tu uh, atih dengan alang gila-gila ah pergi 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 tandas ah uh, bapak tengah muntah tu kan so i could see sana tau i still remember that moment di mana kita duduk kat pinang and we stay very dekat dengan bukit tu kan then we to hospital sentulah masa yang tua muntah tu masa tu okey lagi kan betul okey lagi still okey tapi after that after that lah kan so i i was there I saw that moment lah. Uh, I saw that moment semua apa yang memang cakap tu. Okay, then after that, apa berlaku? Selepas, okay, Tuan dah pergi dah semua. Uh, lepas tu, Iwan masih kecil lagi. And, lepas tu, Uda ada tak ada? Uda masih ada lagi. Uh, Uda died um, four years later. Four years later. Okay, so, and then two years later, Pratt tu. Tuan dulu. Tuan tu, Then after that, after cerita tu Is the talk punya part lah So, kongsi talk punya part Uda punya part That's cerita Alright, sebenarnya keluarga kami ni Keluarga Masalah uh, kesihatan Okay uh, Orang bapak Seperti saya kata tadi Mempunyai uh, masalah jantung Dan kerja madis Kemudian orang mak saya Iaitu uh, Tuk pada Pushkan Mempunyai masalah uh, Diabetes yang Kronik sangat Hinggakan dia tidak boleh berjalan dan tidak boleh nampak buta duduk belah mata. Okay, so 
uh, hingga kan terpaksa dipotong kanan, kaki dan sebagainya lah. Itu the extent. I, I can remember berapa tahun untuk atas katil masa tu? Lama dah. Lama juga. Dia balik ke gedang masa tu duduk atas katil sajalah. Tak duduk tak duduk perangnya lagi. I, I remember I tanya my mum, kenapa uh, Tok Baring je kan? Masa tu I tak faham lagi yang kena operate tu. Budak, sangat budak. How old was I? 6 tahun? Enam tahun, lima tahun macam tu lah. I was so, so small lah. Ingat lagi masa balik kedah. And I still remember the cerita depan selalunya. Okay, my grandparents duduk kat SS2. I selalu pergi rumah my grandparents duduk rumah masa tuition. Masa tuition selalu pergi, pergi, pergi. Then one day tiba-tiba pindah kedah. So, I tak faham. I tak faham kenapa tiba-tiba pindah kedah. We had before this conversation a while back kan. Kenapa pindah kedah? Lepas my mum cerita lah pindah kedah sebab tu orang sakit. Itu baru I faham kenapa pindah kedah. Then, satu part tu yang masa tiba-tiba. Tiba-tiba my tok terbaring anda katil. I tak faham. Tiba-tiba guna kerusi roda. I tak faham tau. Dan ada me tolong swapkan, me tolong pergi tandas. You as a kid, you tak faham semua benda ni tau. You macam, Mami kenapa ya? So I tanyalah benda-benda macam tu. So as I grow up, baru I faham. Tok pun ada masalah kesihatan. Kan? Okay. Uh, sebenarnya, uh, kita tahu apa yang menyebabkan Masalah kesihatan ini adalah pemakanan lah actually. Okay, sebenarnya kami ni dia orang kedah tau. Kita orang kedah. Kan orang kedah makan apa saja. Setiap kali kita sebelum lembu ke, atau setiap kali pergi ke pasar ke, kita akan beli barang-barang di dalam. Kami ni, kalau-kalau, saya tahu tu, sebab you want makan otak lembu tak? Sudah. Kan, okay. Makanan favourite kami adalah otak lembu. Masak lembu kan? Masak lembu kan? And then uh, perut, hati, jantung, semua sekali. So that is the, orang kata the best dishes that kali tu orang uh, untuk masak. Uh, so every, every time tu memang kita akan masak all the stuff lah. Tak kira pasal tak semua tuk tuk beli ni, mak beli ni, mak beli ni. Okay, all the stuff. Kita tak makan sana, daging-daging kejauh ni kita tak makan. Ya, yeah, kita cuma makan benda-benda di atas. Uh, so... And then kita banyak makan benda-benda berlemak aja. Kan? Jadi sebab itu saya rasa, uh, rasa this is part of the puzzle lah yang menyebabkan kita semua sakit. And then that that um, dishes pun semua diajar pada kami anak-anak, especially mami, even every elders. So each time hari raya, I'll be doing that pun masak lemak. Kita masak lemak, masak lada lidah, masak lada lidah, campur paru, campur ati, campur jantung. Okay, so itu dah menjadi kesukaan anak-anak sekarang. My cucu pun suka, walaupun it's only nine years old, memang suka lidah-lidah ni. So, for that, I fikir juga, I think we should stop doing that. So, the last the last two two years, really, three years ago, I tak tabuh, I tak taruh banyak-banyak all the stuff. I just ambil lidah dengan paru je. Yeah. I minus the jantung, the hati, the semua. Okay? Kalau kalau dibuang uh, lidah dan paru, tak nampaklah masalah, masalah ada kan? Uh, tak sedap pula air raya. Yeah. So, that, that dishes memang... That special dish, call it masak uh, masak lada, uh, lidah dan paru, memang is a special dish in our family. Uh, so, kita tahu sebab sakit arwah tu, that arwah tu wani, and adik-beradik semua, adik-beradik manu, semua is about what we eat, actually. Uh, kan macam kata, what we eat is what we are lah. Uh, kan jadi macam tu. So, and then, uh, main okay lepas meninggalnya main arwah mak meninggal pula main uh, youngest brother he passed away dia meninggal pada usia 33 tahun younger than me yeah 33 tahun doktor kata 
uh, cancer of the lung. So we accept what the doctor say, cancer of the lung. They pun berita lagu juga. And lepas itu, is my sister, adik, uh, Anna. Anna berita kecil manis yang kronik juga. Uh, Anna seperti juga Arrahma. Mereka juga terpaksa ada potong kaki dan sebagainya. Namun juga, uh, Arrah Arrah berita. And the last one was uh, last last week. Alang. Alang. Yeah. Dia juga uh, dimasukkan hospital satu malam. Malam raya sebenarnya. Uh, dimasukkan uh, raya haji lepas. Sebab kesukaran penafas. So pergi ke sana, doktor check. And doktor immediately tidurkan dia. Yeah. And then doktor buat check up semua. And then the doctor call the family. Untuk jumpa, doktor kata. Uh, banyak organ dia dah. Dah shut down. Ya. Yeah. Uh, dia meninggal juga pada hari Rabu. Rabu malam juga dah. Manzo. Rabu malam juga. At least one week lepas dia dimasukkan. Ya. Yeah, semuanya about pemakanan lah. Ya. Betul. So, um, kalau you ingat lagi kan, I pernah berkongsi banyak kali lah in my social media. Like, coach, kenapa coach? Macam so driven sangat. Uh, tentang weight loss, fat loss nak tolong orang ni is because I've seen with my own eye daripada kecil uh, my uncle, my grandparents you know, sakit entah so of course you have an initiative di mana you nak buat sesuatu untuk tolong orang first you want to start with the family member but I realise bukan semua orang nak absorb the information yang saya nak berkongsi atau bukan semua orang nak dibantu kan, so more all my my relative lah yang betul-betul dengar nasihat I is my mom. I'm nearest to you. Ah, uh, she's nearest to me, but still she's the only one yang dengar. So kalau you dengar balik cerita tadi, Mama mentioned she's the eldest in the family, and she's seeing her siblings one by one. Bayangkan you in a, the same position, you nampak you dah tua lah, you dah ada anak-anak semua kan, and you you rasa you akan pergi dulu, tapi nampak anak-anak you yang pergi dulu. So that is a kesumpamaan dia. You know, so why my mom is uh, until today masih sihat, Alhamdulillah. Uh, one is memang Allah lah bagi okay, umur yang lebih panjang. But at the same time, my mom is still implementing eating healthier. So apa yang you gonna take away from this cerita kan? My mom pun cakap tadi, it's the pemakanan. Like, you don't need to go to the gym. Mami, mami pergi gym tak? Tak. Mami exercise tak? Tak. Uh, my mom is... But it's only when you you go back home lah. Uh, so my mom just bergerak je. Uh, so her daily lifestyle still sibuk. Masih mengajar sampai hari ni. Yeah. Uh, ada satu benda lah. You all tak tahu tentang my mom lah. Eh. So, mami cerita sikit. Mami mula bekerja. Lepas tu, mami mengajar. Oh, okay. Um, I started off uh, bekerja lepas universiti. Eh, habis saja uh, HSC. Maksud tu HSC. Apa tu HSC? Uh, okay. Tak tahu apa tu HSC. <laughs> Dulu, okay. I'm the I'm the last batch. No, I'm the second last batch untuk English. Uh, main language in Malaysia. So, masa as, dan, kalau sekarang, kita bagi SPM. Ah. So, pada masa time kami, we call it MCE, Malaysian Certificate of Education. I see. Okay, after that, two years later, I took uh, my HSC, Highest School Certificate, lepas tu masuk university. Yeah, I went to university layer, taking linguistic. Right. Linguistic meaning which? Uh, so. Bahasa, uh, Bahasa Malaysia, Bahasa English and French. Bonsoir. <laughs> okay, French. Okay, ketika itu, Bahasa uh, itu, uh, you all kecil lagi kan? Uh, kecil lagi, ada sister kecil lagi. Tapi dia put a great initiative. Dia tahu mami dia belajar French. Dia also attended French. French class. 
You went to what? That one is college, my college, uh, college time. Ah, okay. I think it is it. Ah, okay, alright. So it's fun actually. Bila ada anak juga ikut apa yang dibuat oleh mak dia lah, ni mami dia. So lepas habis university, I I work. I was one of the another um, part in the uh, private company. At the same time juga, I did apply to bekerja sebagai pengacara. Ah, uh, compare ah uh, dekat TV. I'm a TV host sebenarnya. <laughs> I'm a TV host untuk rancangan Selamat Pagi Malaysia. Uh, way back in 1990. 1990, selama 15 tahun, I was just comparing TV uh, Selamat Pagi Malaysia dari jam uh, 7 hingga 10. Every day, the call to the every alternate day. Mm. Yes, sebab kita ada beberapa host. So, every alternate day, I was uh, at RTM uh, membuat show Selamat Pagi Malaysia selama 15 tahun. Yes, but uh, you all were surprised kenapa Coach Kemp ada cakap. Because I saw, uh, I I I observe lah, masa dibesarkan, kadang-kadang teman-teman pergi RTM, I duduk at tepi tu, memang yeah. pakai makeup semua. Kadang-kadang malam sebelum, memang kata baju lawa tak. I tak tahu why mama ask me, but I get to lawa. You know? Yes, Coach uh, Kemp dan kakak dia pun, uh, sometimes ikut, kami uh, pergi ke RTM, yeah. dah tengok macam mana. Mereka buat live show. Very interesting. Yeah, I miss the live show. Oh. Even the, the other, I think last part they call me. Oh. Uh, untuk dat, untuk jadi tetamu mereka. Tapi I just couldn't because my students akan ada, akan ambil exam PhDs, ICGSE. Hmm. So I just cannot apa, tinggal sama mereka macam itu saja. Okay. So itulah. Yeah, after that, I still working. Sampailah untuk uh, menjadi bersyarah untuk beberapa buat college. Mengajar bahasa Malaysia dan mass communications uh, in a few colleges until pecen lah pada umur 60 tahun because pecen pun I don't sit still malah masa tengah bekerja pun di RTM ke kerja di uh, syarikat lain pun saya masih meneruskan tuition-tuition saya I am not as kan hmm. tuition every day without fail until today until today until today I'm not I'm not a person yang boleh duduk diam kalau duduk diam beri kepala lah <laughs> kalau diam maknanya dan akan demak So I'm still teaching still today. Mm. My teachings will be starting pagi uh, as early as nine, sampai pukul nine, ten, eleven, sampai eleven o'clock. And I stop then uh, sambung balik pada mm. ketiga hingga pukul sepuluh malam every day without fear. Yeah. So that's just the why bila Coach uh, Kim nak balik rumah, saya tanya dia kau berapa balik? Uh. And then uh, she said this time, this time, this time. I said I would, I will be here this time, this time. If you want to masuk rumah. Okay, so uh, what you can see in a very relatable why saya suka berkongsi dan mengajar. From my late grandparents, I atuan pencara. My mom sampai hari ini mengajar. So even for me, that time I discussed with my mom. I think it was like 26 years old ke berapa lah. No, no, it was uh, 20 years old. Baru balik, it was really itu mama ah you want to tahu dah kenapa you suka mengajar mak mengajar tuan mengajar so keturunan lah because you observe kan daripada kecil you observe you observe orang buat benda tu you pun nak macam nak buat yeah. unknowingly sama juga macam kalau anak-anak ni nampak parents makan benda tak sihat you pun akan makan juga betul tak so this is an example lah okay so that's my mom punya journey uh, pada masa sama membesarkan saya so this is where the part i akan berkongsi okay My mum will berkongsi, susah ke nak membesarkan saya ni kan? 
kan like my mum occupied dia ada TV lepas tu ada kerja lagi mengajar lagi but at the same time I tengah membesar kan so kita start daripada E1 uh, terus masuk secondary school lah okay uh, sebenarnya dulu kan kita duduk di Dabasa Utama kan Nah, rumah Nur sekarang itu Iwan dah duduk Betul. Lah, duduk. Okay. So dari darah pertama kita berpindah ke bandar Sri Dabasara okay. Bila uh, ke Sri Dabasara itu umur Iwan 11 tahun uh, 11 misi in standard 5 Iwan yeah. masuk ke sekolah Sri Mistari yeah. So banyak cerita-cerita menarik di Sri Mistari tersebut dia berlaku Tadi kami dengar Iwan kata seorang yang bengar Ya yeah. <laughs> nak bengar actually oh. You ada cuma penyakit him And Malas <laughs> Double now, he's clever boy And memang pandai Ya, yeah, kalau tidak masukkan dia lulus sekarang kan Okay, so Cuma uh, penyakit M tu ada banyak sikit lah Best sikit aja banyak sikit Because my mom ada remind juga Kata, oh Iwan dulu masa primary school Kelas macam ni, sekolah macam ni I really tak remember tak, I pandai I tak remember uh, I cuma remember this part je Masuk Uh, secondary school Sekolah Sri Bistari tu My private school It was fun It was fun because You got meet new friends I'm actually anti-social I tak bergaul sangat I bergaul dekat Kawasan rumah je Dululah Sebelum kita pindah Kawasan rumah je Neighbor Miming Mewood Mewood Eh Pula I tak ingat lah Nama ni Bergaul dengan Neighbor je So dekat Private school ni uh, Different Tak macam government school Kat Damansara Dia orang are so open And Satu kelas pun 20 orang je You know private school kan kau lah kawan-kawan ni, jumpa lah kawan-kawan Lepas tu ada satu kawan ni uh, Dia baik sangat, selalu ajak datang rumah dia uh, Tidur rumah dia, uh, masa tu I buat perangai uh, Masa tu I buat perangai sebab I tak ada Social life sangat, memang tak keluar So dia lah kawan kon- Consider macam kawan sejati lah Yang selalu ajak every weekend pergi rumah dia Tidur rumah dia, main game kat rumah dia Itu je lah Love is a pilot No ma, I will tell you a bit <laughs> Okay, okay, it's okay But, I will cerita sikit lah eh. So Lepas uh, uh, I, I know masa Form 4 lah uh, Form 4 tu I jadi hantu sikit uh, Ponting sekolah Ada beberapa kali Sengaja ponting Bukan ponting sekolah Sengaja keluar rumah malam-malam My mom tengah tidur kat atas I keluar malam-malam Pergi sampai kafe what, what was in your mind Masa you were macam tu Selain daripada pukul Iwan Rotan Iwan <laughs> uh, Kalau you all kata That's abusive Abusive to me That's just marah je lah kan uh, So What was in your mind Bila you macam tu uh, To be yang orang nakal lah uh, Nakal Itu Itu je lah Fikirkan Cuma what I mean is You keluar malam And then I load I keluar mana-mandar uh, Itu yang buat Mami meras Kanya Kan Other that she So that's a Kiri sawan sebagai Seperti ibu In my mind Okay you, I need this part You are Nama you juga In my mind uh, I just want to have fun Yeah uh, And I was by myself Gua pergi sampai Kefi seorang-seorang I went out And that time tempat yang paling popular sampai kafe It was Hatamas So daripada Sedia Masara Naik taksi Malam-malam buta uh, And I know I will kena tangkap I bukan nak keluar malam balik malam tak I keluar malam esok pagi balik kan Which I know I gonna get caught My intention is just like ah whatever lah uh, Like whatever So keluar lah pergi sampai kafe I think I balik tengah hari kot Itu petang macam tu lah And my mom pula balik petang Masa tu lah kena marah You are gonna pray Kan semua benda tu So Um, kepada ibu-ibu kat luar sana Bapa-bapa kat luar sana Maybe there's a reason why Your anak-anak buat macam I I, I don't expect Mereka buat macam I Tapi mungkin ada sebab Mungkin they're very lonely yeah. Mungkin they just want the attention Mungkin they just want to have fun So they do that Sometimes they do stupid things So I know I get caught Intensely to get caught 
dah sebelum tu dah pernah kena tangkap dah dengan mami. Mami tangkap yang penting sekolah. And still I do it. So something wrong there kan? What is it? It's just that there's no one at home. My mom sibuk sangat selalu kan? My dad pun sibuk. So I just nak keluar have fun lah. So coincidentally, the guy yang selalu teman saya atau uh, is there for me to teman I main game semua is the guy yang every weekend jumpa. Uh, he was there. So he was there. That's why every weekend selalu jumpa dia lah. So anyway, kita fast forward. Uh, masa form 4 tu lah jadi nakal sangat. Nakal memang penting sekolah. Pergi sekolah, to be honest, uh, I told this to my mom. Daripada form 4 sampai, no, uh, form 4 sampai habis sekolah lah kan. I don't remember that I masuk sekolah. I pergi sekolah, bawa buku pun I tak ingat. Bawa homework, I memang tak ingat. Nama-nama cikgu pun I tak ingat. Ingat satu cikgu je kat sekolah semester ini. Cikgu Samsung. Because dia paling garang. <laughs> Itu je. Uh, other than that, memang I tak ingat langsung. Then, I dipindahkan sekolah beberapa kali. Uh, this is the best part. And my mom treated. Okay, masa mami pindahkan ni Wan, pergi dekat sekolah agama kat Kedah tu. Terus bergabung sekolah, uh, namanya sekolah... Asrama. Ah, asrama. Ah, sekolah asrama kat Kedah tu. What was your expectation of me to go there actually? Okay, sebenarnya kenapa... Okay, tapi sebelum tu, mami tahu kenapa uh, Iwan bercakap bersikap demikian dengan rumah. Okay, for information, uh, okay. Saya cuma ada dua orang anak. Okay, there's... Uh, uh, Cash pun, cash, cash camp aja. Cash camp, cash camp ada. Okay, one je lah. Ah, uh, okay. Cash uh, camp ada kakak, one year senior. Tapi kakaknya lepas tu je PPSR, she got six, uh, five years, so she was offered to pergi ke sekolah berasrama penuh di Johor Bahru. Tuan Fatima, orang pandai. Sekolah Johor Bahru. So pas, pas mana ni? Uh, Iwan dengan Mami je lah. So I know that. Sebab tu kadang-kadang his friends would come over and sleep over kat rumah. Yeah. Most of the time. Bagus yeah. every weekend. Yeah. And then sometimes dia akan pergi rumah kawan. Kita tahu dia pergi rumah siapa. Dia cuma uh, I know he's bit lonely. And saya pula sibuk dengan kerja TV show lah. Cloud station dan sebagainya. Okay. Alright. Uh, uh, kakaknya habis saja belajar di uh, sekolah Tun Fatimah Jumaru. Uh, terus masuk universiti. Episode University, uh, Unit 10. Yeah. Dan she grad, graduated uh, dalam bidang Electrical Engineering. Uh, electrical Engineering. Andai. Yeah. So, because sebab ada kakak dia masuk masuk ke sekolah asrama. So, I expect him to be the same. That's the why saya hantar dia ke sekolah asrama. Hopefully, uh, dia punya apa tu? Uh, Academic. Academic dia akan lebih baik. Tapi tidak. <laughs> Instead, he packed his bag one day. Kebetulan, my sister yang tinggal di kedai pun, dia duduk kat sekolah tadi. He packed his bag, pergi rumah. So, uh, hati dia ambil dia, dia nak keluar pada sekolah tu. Kan? So, dari situ, dia balik ke KL. Yeah. So, pada tak percayalah saya untuk didik dia menjadi orang yang pandai. pandai. <laughs> okay, anak sentuh sikit. Eh. So, this is the part in the view of anak pula. Eh. So, in the view of anak, I know my mom nak letak masuk sekolah asrama hoping that I jadi pandai. Tapi sebagai orang yang nak jadi pandai tu, dia kena ada niat nak jadi pandai. So, my intention again, I just want to have fun. So, I remember masa sekolah masa sekolah tu, I think 3 minggu ke, less than 1 month lah, kan? Less than 1 month, I pergi sana. To be honest, saya tak masuk kelas. You don't know, right? You don't know, right? Tak masuk kelas, tahu tak? Budak-budak sekolah sana lagi nak kalah budak-budak. What do you mean? Okay, I found out that diorang buat satu storeroom tu jadi bilik untuk uh, ponting kelas. Oh, ya? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. Ah, you want pergi sekolah just to ponte class. So, masuklah bilik yang semua orang, dia orang pandai ada buku kipas sendiri semua. Duduk je dalam bilik tu uh, masa sekolah. Habis sekolah, baliklah. Baliklah uh, dekat asrama. Tu je. Because... Tak ulas kan lah. Oops. My mom baru tahu. Samri tak pernah tahu. Tak tahu, tak pernah tahu. Uh, so, That's why dia kata dia tak nak sekolah tu sebab dia tak sekolah kena cakap. Tak ada kena-kena sebenarnya. Kalau mom cari gedah semua, cari gedah kan. It's just that there's nothing there. I cannot have fun. So, I told my mom, like, tak nak lah nak berlari lah. And after that, uh, Daddy masukkan kat sekolah budak nakal pula. Sekolah Sri Tanjung. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, budak nakal punya sekolah tau. Nak kongsi sikit lah. So, I masuk satu sekolah asrama ni. Uh, dekat Kuala Selangor. Okay. Masuk sekolah tu. The first day I masuk, I dah kena pukul. First day I masuk, terus kena pukul. Uh, even though at that time dah form 4. Uh, form 4 kan? Form 4, I dah kena pukul. The first day I masuk, terus kena pukul. Tu macam adat dia orang. Tapi bila dia pukul, I, I pukul balik. So, dia orang tak pukul lah lepas tu. Uh, so, basically, dia tengok I berani lawan ke tidak lah. So, anyway. Bila first day kena pukul, masa dekat asrama tu kena pukul, I lawan balik, dia tak kacau. Tapi bila masuk kat sekolah tu, I nampak meja campak kat luar. Lepas tu ada cikgu ni cakap, cikgu kena pukul. I was like, apa sekolah yang lady masukkan ni kan? Kan? Okay, fine lah. I masuk sekolah tu. Uh, selepas seminggu ke beberapa hari, ada beberapa orang approach one. Kata, uh, bro, Abang nak jumpa you? Kata, abang, siapa abang? Kan? Abang nak jumpa? Kata, ah, tak nak jumpa abang. I reply, balik, tak nak jumpa abang kan? Mana tahu abang tu is ketua sekolah tu. Gangster sekolah tu. So, what happened? Dia kata, abang nak jumpa juga. So, kata, okay, fine. So, dia tarik I, pergi kat belakang sekolah. Pergi kat belakang sekolah, dia tanya, you budak apa? Kau sebenarnya tak faham, apa tu budak apa kan? I kata, budak Melayu lah. Well, you jangan cakap, you budak apa? So, basically, dia tahu you want gang apa. Kan? So, I kata, oh... Uh, I bukan budak apa-apa bro dan kena pukul. Tak banyak tau. Ada orang berkeliling Iwan. So abang tu ada kat situ tapi ada banyak budak lain keliling Iwan. Pukul I dua tiga kali lah. So I macam like okey lah. So I bagi tahu I budak baik semua. So dia kata okey you bukan budak geng apa-apa-apa lah. So fine. And after that continue lah. Continue pergi sekolah. Tapi I memang tak ingat apa-apa pun I belajar kat sekolah tu. And remember pergi tu sekolah pagi-pagi bangun awal jalan pergi sekolah balik sekolah pergi asrama balik itu je. Uh, this is the part yang my mom and dad pun tak suka lah. Lepas beberapa bulan kat sekolah asrama tu, I lari asrama. Kan? I lari. I think that was the first time you lari in. Form 4. Form 4 that was the first time. Uh, so, this is the part yang I jadi nakal lah. Memang lari beberapa kali. Dua, tiga kali. Then, after that, okay, my parents decided to put me in college. Kan? Okay. So, bye. Uh, after form 5 tu lah. Dia kata, you want nak jadi apa ni? Ha? I said, I pun tak tahu nak jadi apa. So, they decided to put me in hospitality industry because of Ucu Atan. Betul tak? So, Ucu Atan is uh, one of my uncle yang bekerja dekat hotel and he was a butler. Kan? And the intention when you letak you want to hospitality industry is because Because you don't know what to choose. So, we choose to the easiest one <laughs> okay, so they choose me to put me in that college which I belajar memasak which I don't like to memasak sebenarnya and banyak benda yang I tak suka juga I intentionally got barred so kan you kena bar kan untuk 6 bulan kan so the reason why I got barred is because I memang tak suka subjek-subjek tu memasak je I suka memasak je yang lain tu I tak suka kita ada friends kita ada law semua benda tu memang tak suka so during that period yang 6 bulan tu yang I kena bar, 
Okay. Uh, just nak kongsi sikit this part. So, my mom and my dad sangat sibuk. They have no time to send me to college. So, my dad rented an apartment for me. So, I was lucky enough. Lato. Uh, Kondo, kondo. Putra kondo. Ah, putra kondo. Ada tiga bil, tiga bilik. Master bedroom, medium size, and a very small room. So, uh, the reason why my parents letak kat sana, I kat sana, supaya I tak ada excuse, uh, tak boleh pergi college ke apa. I turun je. Memang kat sebelah. College turun, terus pergi je. Before that, before that, you in a hotel, you know? Oh, yeah, betul. Ah, Sebelum tinggal di, di uh, putra kondo, tapi putra kondo, kita letak dah di hotel. Uh, Four season hotel. Ah, four season hotel. Four season hotel. So you have to walk about the last minute from the hotel to the college. Yes. We don't have to stop there. We go to the jalan. So we rent him a putra condo, which is next to the, uh, next college. to the college. College. What is it called? Legend. It's a legend. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So I people didn't know. I give a lot of excuse. Tak lila jauh lah ni kan. Parents is doing their very best supaya I tak ada excuses. So my my dad got me lah a condo. Okay, masa enam bulan tu, I tak bawa apa duduk kat pondo. And to be honest, duit belanja I tak banyak. Okay, because my parents tak nak I spend the duit. Tak bagi banyak duit. So what did I do? That is my entrepreneur punya, where I start to learn about business. So what did I do? I rented out the uh, condo. Both my parents tak tahu. <laughs> so, Kondo tu ada tiga bilik. I stay in master bedroom. So, I sewakan bilik yang nombor dua. I sewakan bilik nombor tiga. So, I made from renting out. Dia tanda, Daddy, bayar berapa? Setiap bulan? Setiap bulan tahun setengah dah. About thousand four macam tu kot. Kalau tak salah. Macam tu. Okay. So, I didn't pay anything. I didn't pay for it. So, I rented the big room RM800. The small room RM300. So, I made about RM1,100. Without un- without my parents knowing. So, adalah extra income sikit, kan? So, that's how I actually survive. Uh, survive as in like, I dapat berbelanja lebih sedikit. And, so, this is the part yang, how did I actually got exposed in fitness? So, one of the person yang I rented out is actually my college mate. Dia datang dari Shanghai. Nico. So, dia datang dari Shanghai. That time, I was playing game in my room. Dia datang, my bilik. From his room, he come into my room. Dia tak pakai baju. Alah, laki-laki tak pakai baju normal lah. Tak pakai baju kan. Tapi bila dia datang, badan dia fit sangat. Ada six-pack, ada chest muscle. I was like, bro, what happened to you? Dia pun terkejut. What happened to me? Kata, no, what happened to your body? Dia kata, oh, this. Oh, this is actually apps. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. What do you do? I go to the gym, I take supplements. So dari situ lah, it triggers me like, you know what? I want to become like you. Orang yang paling dekat kan. So I start. Dekat kondo tu ada gym kat bawah. Memang gym tu teruk sangat lah. I ada video lagi masa I kemuk jadi kurus dekat gym tu. So, started going to the gym, start to lose weight. From there on, uh, this is the turning point tau. Fitness I start satu. Yang kedua is my habit. Uh, tiba-tiba ada minat. Nak mula baca buku lah. I still mami ingat lagi tak? Masa mami hantar mami pergi fitness first. Every weekend I balik. Okay. My mom send me to fitness first. I kata okay, nanti mami nak ambil beritahu you nak pergi bookshop. Beli buku MPH. So that's when I start baca buku. I tak pernah baca buku sebelum tu. It was because of fitness yang buat I berminat untuk baca. So I start reading lah kat situ. And uh, then macam my mom kata tadi kan. Uh, I failed my subject. I interested at bar. Then one of the subject adalah Francais, France. So my mom and I, kita orang pergi kelas French. French together. So just to let you all know, my mom ni macam budak baik lah masa French class. 
teacher, teacher. I was like, oh, so this is my mom. <laughs> Excited sangat uh, dengan soalan-soalan yang cikgu bagi. So we learn French for about berapa? 6 bulan. 6 bulan and I score my French. Even the cikgu French tu, masa saya masuk balik college, belajar, my cikgu French kata, oh, très bien, très bien, bagus, bagus. Like, where do you learn your French? Oh, I went for tuition with my mom. Oh, cikgu French pun terkejut because the accent very French stuff. So anyway, during the process I nak habis belajar, uh, that one and a half years, uh, I got exposed in fitness, going to the gym, my body got fitter daripada budak yang gemuk, yang kena ejek, kena caci. I mula pergi gym. Kemudiannya, uh, I was introduced to a friend yang jual supplement. Supplement, protein, powder semualah kan. Then I rajin pergi kat dia punya tempat untuk beli produk. And satu hari tu dia tanya, you berminat tak kerja part time? So I took that job. Uh, tak minta tau gaji berapa banyak. I kata, yeah, I can work part time, I wouldn't mind. So dia bagilah position. I habis dia belajar, I terus kerja dengan dia as a part timer before I kerja dekat True Fitness. So the True Fitness part, mami mungkin mami boleh share sikit masa you want kerja kat True Fitness. Mami ada dia ambil Iwan, hantar Iwan. Pagi pergi Taiwan, balik ambil Iwan malam, kan? So, I think it was like about 6 months lah. So, during that period of time, that time my age was 21. I pun dah mula bertanding, bodybuilding tau. At age of 21, for personal training, I was really making about 4 to 7,000 ringgit. But my my life was just, my mom hantar pergi jeep, and dia sibuk kerja, I habis jeep pun malam. Itu je my life cycle. You're, you're making money, but your life is just there. Is it a bad thing? It depends on you lah. Kalau you rasa seronok buat banyak duit, bagus lah. To me, I okay je because I dah memang jumpa my minat iaitu fitness. Okay. Uh, I'm going to fast forward dekat bahagian kerja gym for about 6 months then I got offered again by the same person yang kerja supplement tu untuk jadi manager of this supplement company. So, masa I jadi manager, gaji pun okay lah. Untuk umur 22 tahun, gaji 3,000 setengah tu okay. You know, it was okay for me. I had a diploma je kot masa tu. Kan, diploma je. Dan masa kerja dengan dia, uh, you know what? Terjumpalah seorang kawan wanita. Uh, so, kepada you guys pernah follow my social media, I pernah cerita kan, uh, ada kawan wanita ni. So, I was going out with kawan wanita, at the same time, I was competing. Now, how do I cerita kat you guys, daripada Malaysia, tiba-tiba sesat dekat Australia. Kan? So, Mami punya view, masa yang Iwan kerja dekat that supplement company, lepas tu nak pergi Australia, apa yang Mami rasa masa tu? Because that time I was at 24 ke 25 months. Okay. Uh, one with the Mami yang Iwan nak pergi Australia. I don't wait. Uh, uh, lepas tu, uh, one with the Mami yang Iwan nak pergi Australia, I said to apa? To belajar. Kan? Uh, in what field? Fitness. Okay. We belum belajar lagi. That's later on. Okay, kemudian kita kat mana wish kita orang tanya nak pergi kat mana lah. Anyway, anyway, as long as Australia. So, kita mami dia fikir, okay, uh, since kita tak pernah pergi Gold Coast, why don't you, you masuk universiti kat Gold Coast? So, remember, the three of us, uh, Iwan, Mami dengan Kak Ayu, we flew to Gold Coast sambil nak bercuti, sambil tu juga melihat universiti yang Iwan nak masuk. Yeah, so, so, we went round and round and round for I think, for about one week, good kat sana. And then, uh, You said, oh, out here. I don't want here. Mm. Okay. Lebih sepatutnya kita bercuti. You know what? Setiap kali kita pergi, kalau Coach Cap ikut Mami dan kakak dia pergi mana-mana, we have to carry our own periuk dan belakang. Right. Mana-mana kita pergi. 
Yeah, you have to carry your own plate, brother, because he want us to cook food. They takkan makan dua. Ah, so every day we go shopping, get some market, beli masak, ada beli kita makan. Yeah. So anyway, ah, so every day the next selalu kita lah pergi pasar beli barang dan sebagainya. Tapi luckily enough, the Australia ikan dia very cheap. Ah, very cheap. Ikan dia salmon very cheap. So we cook semua, and then the dad ah bila ah push camp kata this is not my place. So went back balik ke Malaysia, yeah. and then lepas tu kita pergi ke uh, satu agent. Right. We went to search for agent mm-hmm. untuk belajar di universiti uh, di Australia. So this agent dia bagilah a list of universities. So we thought they uh, kata Melbourne is a nice, is a good place, mm-hmm. but katanya ada satu universities yang boleh is uh, it for all sports. Yeah. Sports university, the is Victorian university. Ah, uh, okay. So ah. Uh, Lepas tu dia register, kan? I think you went alone, kan? Okay, why why he pilih Melbourne? Satu spot ialah, why Coach, Coach Depp pilih Melbourne ialah his friends semasa di Australia, uh, all of them. Majority gang, of them. Gang is there in Melbourne. Kalau satu kelas kan, saya kata ada 20 orang uh, kan? Probably 10 of them. 10 of them, uh, yeah. Semua uh. dah beli, kan? So, semua pergi ke Melbourne. So ada engineering, ada ambil accounting, ada ambil apa lagi, ramai kan? Macam-macam. So, okay, okay. Say, say, okay. I want to go to Melbourne. I'll take up this university auditorium. Okay, so his daddy agreed, paid everything. So, you flew alone. Uh, the first person pergi tu, dia pergi flew alone because his friends were there. So, kita trust him lah. Pergi sorang-sorang, pergi tak takut juga kan? So, his friends are there. So, he flew alone to Australia, duduk di condo. You, you... No, no, it was in the CBD, dekat business, dia actually memang, ah, bukan rumah lah, dia macam a flat atau apartment. Ah, okay. Tapi ramai lah kalau nak situ. Ah, okay, tak ada. Yeah. So that's how lah dia, dia apa, terpergi, mereka pergi ke Melbourne untuk ambil fitness at uh, industri auditorium. Okay, the part yang my mum tak tahu, dia tahu sikit je lah kan. Uh, one of the main reason kenapa I pergi to Australia, actually ada dua. What is memang I nak further my studies in fitness. I want to learn properly uh, daripada, you know, all these educator. Number two, I was running away from one of my, I was running away from my ex lah. Uh, why? I did mention to my mom, satu hari tu, I sakit hati sangat. Uh, I told my mommy, nak pergi Australia. I want to tell you, kenapa? So, I cerita semua benda. So, one of the thing yang my mom beritahu, tahu tak, masa mommy tengah buat umrah tu, yes. Is, yeah, I went to umrah before that. Huh? Uh, what do you say? Okay, sebenarnya, saya put, I'm, saya pun tak over favor dia punya girlfriend sebenarnya. I don't feel well at all with the way they dress up, dress up and everything. Setiap kali kita bawa this girl pergi makan. Most of the time, each time dia datang rumah kita pergi makan, she'll be on the phone all the time. Right. I swear cause I don't know who. So, daddy, what kata, what's wrong with Connie? She doesn't want to eat or a soft cordage. So, okay, never mind. We just see. Kita kata kita tengok dulu macam mana. So, hati, mami, Memang rasa dapat debu lah we. Tak tak after tak after so, kebetulan mami pergi umrah. So di umrah memang mami berani nangis lah. Berkata kabah mohon Tuhan. Kalau betul lah this girl is for you teruskanlah. Tapi kalau betul dia tidak baik dan sakit ada mami. This do something. Okay. So true lah. Pokok banyak doa itu dipakulkan. The moment I step down to the top, airport sini, came back home. Even uh, Keshko telling me, dia dah 
So the moral of the story guys, I dah beritahu banyak kali dengan social media. Doa yang uh, doa daripada ibu bapa ni dimakbuk tadi hijab lah. Uh, so please share beritahu your parents doakan benda baik-baik for you sebab benda ni tadi hijab. Dia boleh sampai. So for me memang benda tu terkejut. Tiba-tiba je berlaku. Kan? Tiba-tiba berlaku. Terus I told my mom I pun tak boleh handle. Actually dah berlaku dah. I cuba tahan sedaya upaya. But after that at the end of the day I have to share with both of my parents. My sister tahu. I cerita kat my sister pun. My sister menangis-nangis dengar. Kenapa dia macam ni? My, my sister pula yang sakit hati daripada I kan? So anyway uh, that was the one of the reason lah. One is I further my education. Second was because I was going away from this girl yang memang Menyakitkan hati I Sampai I pun Tak boleh tahan dah So dekat Australia Kita nak force password This part My housemate All are my high school friends My private school friends So kat sana My life is exactly Macam orang yang Dah berumur Dan kahwin Nak tisu Nak tisu lagi It's okay <laughs> Walaupun I bujang It's just that I was focusing on my Building up my career Kerja Training Kerja Itu je Tiga kan, awak boleh pasang basikal kat sini. Ah, bisnis, bawa bisnis tu. Pasang basikal kena curi pula. Kan, macam fedak pula. So, I was focusing lah, building my career dekat sana. And, ada beberapa benda menarik berlaku. Uh, one of many things, selepas, grade, selepas graduated, I competed in competition. I won my first ever overall competition. I menang Melbourne title, All Street, uh, Victoria title. Banyak title. Banyak sangat benda bagus yang berlaku kat sana. Di mana, I actually wanted to Buka my studio ni Dekat Australia I told my mom yeah. hey, mommy, you want... So my mom kata oh, Australia is very good for you yeah, Australia is so, good for, is so good for you You should stay there Memang I already applied for TRs me, Temporary resident Nak cuba jadi Resident of Australia Even ada satu Wanita yang saya dating pun My mom pun tahu Dah beli baju kebaya ni Baju Takut Baju, baju Kebaya kan Baju kebaya tu dia My mom Who is this girl Dah ada cerita Tapi tak kesempayan As in like Rezeki bukan kat sana Terpaksa balik ke Malaysia So balik Malaysia lah I operate I buka my first business uh, Which is Until today lah Okay Now At least now you want to nampak Macam mana I jadi jurulatih bertahuliah Kan my my journey is I bukan mudah pandai Bukan my parents paksa I It's just memang niat sendiri So sampai hari ni Sejak 2013 sampai hari ni I'm still helping people With one good intention I nak membimbing dan mengajar orang Uh, jadi sihat ni tak susah. Okay, you can see from my, my mom. My mom is the eldest in the family until today. Alhamdulillah masih sihat. Masih boleh jalan. Masih boleh bergerak. Her other sibling is struggling because tak nak ubah. So it's not that difficult at all. I tak pernah suruh orang bersenam. I suruh, I cuma educate orang jaga pemakanan saja. Now the last part yang kita, saya nak kongsi dengan you all lah. Okay. Apakah impact? Kerjaya Iwan Kepada Mami and Daddy lah What's the impact? Okay uh, I think Mami rasa uh, Apa yang awak buat sekarang Is yang terbaik Yang bukan saja Pada Mami And uh, family Tapi juga pada Semua orang mm. Yeah So At least Every time Iwan balik ke rumah Walaupun only once a week After twice a week Okay Tapi you take Apa Mami makan Yeah so, If I And that Uh, Iwan selalu suruh Mami masak veggie, veggie, veggie. So, I know that veggie is the best food yeah, untuk kita makan. His food is only veggie. Apa saja pun is all, all green veggie. Uh, that, that's my mom telling exaggerate lah. Bukan selalu veggie. <laughs> But most of the time, 
my mom sibuk kan until today my mom sibuk my mom tak ada masa nak masak untuk I so the easiest thing to prepare would be Reggie my mom punya potong-potong you know I said makan soya apa my mom said broccoli ke apa ke apa so I don't want to trouble my mom and I sebenarnya malas masak walaupun I got diploma in hospitality and pandai masak boleh lah masak tapi I malas masak so that's why my mom always masak veggie for that purpose kat rumah adalah benda yang sihat I boleh makan ada sekali tu I know I menyakit I kecilkan hati my mom it was long long time ago uh, I told my mom kalau mami masak benda ni lagi you tak nak balik lah I said that tau benda ni warna benda tak sihat lah my mom cook something unhealthy this was many many years ago lah bila I baru balik dari Australia tapi kalau mami masak benda ni I tak nak balik lah so from that on mami tanya okay nak masak apa kan masak ikan ke ayam ke nak makan kat luar ha, dulu kita rajin lah makan kat luar kan TJ uh, Fridays ke but semua benda sihat je lah so um From what my mom said, the impact is bukan saja nak tolong my family member but also kepada anda semua kat luar sana. And I hope daripada perkongsian kami ni, you faham that masalah kesihatan ni bukan masalah keturunan. Okay. Alhamdulillah, I did my medical checkup. Even the doctor pun kata, oh, you're very healthy. Everything's fine with you. So nak bagi tahu bahawa, okay, my one of my dead uncle, kan, he passed away at the age of Uda. 33. 33 younger than me tau just to let you all know I tak kongsi this part I used to be smoker my mom tak apa lah I smoke so, so sebenarnya smoking tu tak it's not ketagih to me smoking tu is just because of my friends my friends smoke I smoke itu je but after that I memang berhenti because I don't see any benefit at all so uh, do not use the excuse of oh I sakit sebab my mother sakit atau my atuk sakit don't use that that is the stupidest excuse ever okay. don't use that instead apa yang you boleh cuba buat untuk ubah masalah yang you ada sekarang regardless lah you ada masalah kencing manis darah tinggi kau whatever ubah sesuatu my mom is a very good example now and my mom is still moving like a very young person I bet you all pun tak percaya kan my mom berapa tahun no one believe my mom is 60 years old and above no one believe okay just to tell you something uh, semasa hari perkebubian Allah baru-baru ini. So, I dengan the other brother, my other brother was sitting dekat situ and then buat dia kata, Kak Syah, sekarang Udil living you at Atik aja. So, I said, yes, with the both of us. So, dia kata, apa nak buat sekarang? So, I told Atik, okay, now, kita makan sihat. I told you that. Kita makan sihat. Hopefully, you live longer. Then, he just kept praying to the doctor. I overheard because I was behind my mom. Masa nak mandi jenazah tu kan I was there Then uh, Apa dia? Matil lah Kesihat macam mana ya? So just nak kongsi this part eh You want ingat lagi masa Hidayat kecil Hidayat Tua lagi dulu Ika-ka Setiaja dan Ika Ah okay Ika Ika masa kecil dengan Hidayat No no it was Hidayat-Hidayat Masa dekat Sri Damansara, masa I was high, high school, dah dah college dah. I tengah buat oats. Dia tanya, kenapa makan oats ni? Kenapa makan orang sakit ni? Kan dia kata, bukan orang sakit. Oh, ini sehat ni. So, now kita try to recall back apa yang dah berlaku sebelumnya. Bayangkan, my uncle lah, Atih kan, dah mula daripada situ. I'm very certain my uncle takkan ada masalah kesihatan apa yang dia ada sekarang. So, now... Ya, yeah, Atih dah pun dah buat dialisis. Dia untuk kecil badis juga. So, so, so I always reminded him, eat healthy. Yes, yeah. healthy. 
So you all tahu kan dialysis tu bermaksud apa? Dialysis tu maknanya organ is failing. My mom just now mentioned regards about my dad uncle juga yang organ dia fail kan. So the takeaway kat sini whenever you dah mula ada kesedaran mula je kat situ. Start somewhere. It doesn't mean you have to go to the gym. It doesn't mean you have to buy expensive food atau healthy food. Just mula saja. So insyaAllah In the next episode, and masih akan datang, I will share more about the science of nutrition dengan anda semua supaya apa yang saya dah lalui dan tengah lalui boleh memberi impak kepada anda semua untuk you all berkongsi dan membantu your friends and also your relatives. So that being said, uh, Mami, thank you very much for dropping by. Kongsi sikit cerita pasal Iwan, kongsi cerita pasal Mami. At least orang boleh mengambil ni sebagai iktibar dan juga teladan. Kan? And I hope you all pun boleh share video dan audio podcast ni dengan your relatives. Supaya orang pun dapat. Okay, now we understand. Jadi sehat ni memang tak susah. Alright? Again, thank you very much. InsyaAllah kita berjumpa lagi in our next episode. Take care. Assalamualaikum. Peace out.